Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I'll be talking with you all about knowing the depths of God's love. So recently the Lord has been showing me that I haven't been living every single day intentional about being rooted in God's love. Um, You know, I was spending time with the Lord and He showed me what was in my heart and that my heart was, um, had a lack of love. And, you know, I've talked about this in many of our previous videos and podcasts, but it's so important that we become rooted in God's love. And a part of being rooted in God's love is knowing the depths of His love. You know, and as we open up the scriptures and spend time with God, really the ultimate goal is for us to know His love deeper, right? Because God's love, according to Ephesians 3, is so wide, it's so long, it's so high. It's beyond our comprehension. But our job is to find and to know the depths of His love. We are going to be going through so many trials in our lives. Like God doesn't promise us an easy life, but He says that we will face trouble. But He says, take heart, I have overcome the world. And not only that, but God's love has the power to cause us to be more than overcomers. His love is enough to sustain us through any traumatic, horrible experience we may be in. You know, um, you guys know that I've struggled a lot with anxiety in the past. And one of the things I used to be so afraid of, which I know, you know, God is protecting our marriage and I know this is not gonna happen, but one of my greatest fears has always been if my husband cheats on me, just because I didn't get to see faithfulness in my own parents' marriage. And that used to be the scariest thing. And I used to be so afraid of that. But you know, the Lord has shown me that even through those kind of circumstances, and maybe those that are watching, you've been through something like that. God's love is enough to sustain you. Romans 8, 37 to 38 says, No, in all things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And you know, this verse is so powerful because it shows us here, we are more than conquerors through what? Through Him who loved us. And not only are we more than conquerors, but nothing can separate us from God's love. That means if you are going through something traumatic, someone that loved you hurt you, someone that you trusted left you, No matter what you may experience that is hurtful or painful, even that can't separate you from God's love. And what that means is that, yes, we're still gonna obviously feel pain and hurt, but we can't say we're not loved because nothing can separate us from God's love. That's the beauty of this truth of this passage. And I wanna encourage you as you continue, you know, in this journey of growing in your relationship with God, you should be growing in the knowledge of God's love. Right. And, you know, Ephesians 3, Paul makes a prayer that is so powerful. He says here in Ephesians 3, 17 and 19, And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, 
to grasp how wide and long and how high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. And so Paul here is praying for the church to be rooted and established in God's love so that we can experience the fullness of God. And I challenge you to make that your everyday prayer, Lord, root me and establish me in your love, that I may experience the fullness of who you are in me. God wants us to, to bear the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, peace, joy, right, forbearance, long-suffering, kindness. And the only way to experience the fullness of God without like faking it in the flesh is to be rooted in God's love. And to be rooted in His love is going to require us to spend time to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal His love to us, to live every day with the cross before us. You know, and it can be easy, like for example, what I shared in the beginning of this message that the Lord was showing me that I stopped, you know, living, being rooted in God's love, living with the cross before me. And I was just going on with my day, but the Lord was showing me that that's it's dangerous, you know, because, and I talked about this before, when we are not filled with God's love and we're empty and we're unsatisfied, we're gonna look for love and for our hearts to be filled in the wrong places. Psalm 90:14 says, Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love, that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. Guys, you have to remember that there's only one person that can satisfy you and not fail you, and that's God. It's okay for us to look to friends and families and our spouse for love, but ultimately God has to be our main source. He needs to be our foundation on who we stand, our identity in Him. Because if our identity is in people, it will be shaken because people are not stable. People are imperfect, but there's only one that isn't. There's one that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is perfect and that is God, right? That is Jesus, our Lord. So I love Psalm 90, 14, right? Like let's come every morning, every morning, every day. It's not enough to have a revelation of God's love and then think that it will sustain us for the next week or the next month. We need this as our daily bread. Right, when we read in the Old Testament, I know I, for me, when I read it, I'm just like, how did the Israelites forget God? Or how did they turn to idols? Well, that's the nature of the flesh. We forget, we're prone to sin, which is why we need to abide in Jesus. That's why Jesus says himself in John 15, he says, I am the, I am the vine and you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So that means when we are not abiding in Jesus, we cannot produce the fruit of the Spirit. We cannot be loving. We cannot be satisfied. We cannot be pure. We need to abide in the Lord. So I love Psalm 90:14. It should challenge us, right? God, like waking up every morning, satisfy me with your unfailing love that I may sing for joy and be glad all our days. God wants us to be glad, whether we are rich or poor, whether we are going through something bad or good, because we know that eternity is for us and the promise that God has for us in eternity is so glorious. You know, it's time too that we also live with eternity in our minds because that's the end, that's the end. And, and that's gonna last longer than our lives here. And it can be so easy, and it can be so easy to forget the glorious inheritance that we have coming ahead of us. But it's so important that we don't just focus on our feelings or the things that we're going in this world, 
but that we really set our eyes to behold Jesus, right? To behold his beauty. I love what Psalm 27, 4, David writes, One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. This was his one desire, was to gaze on the beauty of the Lord. And I want to encourage you every day to ask the Holy Spirit to give you eyes to behold his beauty. Again, don't rely on just what you know or what people have said, but let it be real. Let the revelation come to you. And Jesus promises that when we ask what we will receive, Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. You know, for those that are listening right now, I can't give you and uh, allow you to see Jesus without you seeking him yourself. You can have knowledge right in your head, but God wants you to see it with your own heart. There's been many times where like my pastor would say something so good and then finally like five months later, I'll get it. You know, it's different. Yes, it's good to hear from people and teachings, but you need to seek Jesus for yourself. You need to experience him. It's kind of like if I said, do you know Joe down the street? And I talk about Joe down the street. You're not going to know him until you actually sit down and spend time with him, right? You can just know about him from what I say, but God wants a relationship with us, right? That's why God says that you are my people and he wants us to, to be his dwelling place. That's why in Corinthians, it says that we are the temple of God. We get to host his presence. We no longer have to go to a building to experience the presence of God. He lives in us. So we just have to behold him. And I feel like some of you that are listening may have recently been hurt by someone or betrayed or felt rejected. But I wanna encourage you in this moment to look at the Lord, to let this pain draw you closer to God, to see that Jesus himself experienced rejection. Yet look how much he still went to the cross and died for us. How many times have we rejected the Lord, yet he still freely is opening his arms to us. Even on the cross, like that always gets me how his arms are outstretched. He gave everything of his whole self to you and me. I remember um, when I was hurting, you know, for my husband last year, and I remember talking with a few people and it was such a great reminder of what they told me. Don't look to your husband for healing, but look to Jesus for your healing because only he can heal you. And so look to God's love. God's love truly is enough to heal every single pain that you've experienced. And you can never know enough about God's love, right? It's deep, it's so deep and so wide. Even until the end of our lives, we're still not gonna know the fullness of his love, right? We can grasp it, but at the same time, not grasp it. That's the, the greatness and the vastness of his love. And so I wanna close with just sharing this little bit that God did show me in John 18, um, this chapter talks about Jesus being betrayed by Judas. And it says here in John 18 too, Now Judas, who betrayed Jesus, knew the place because Jesus had often met there with his disciples. So, you know, Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane. And it says here that, Je that Judas knew that Jesus would be there because he often met with his disciples at the Garden of Gethsemane. Now, when I read this, my heart just melted because from this verse we can see that Jesus loved us so much that he was willing to be with his disciples in the place where he would be betrayed by them, in the place where he knew he would be captured 
and and walk towards the cross. Like out of all places that Jesus could have chose to meet with his disciples, he chose to meet at the place where he would be betrayed for you and me. And that's how deep God's love is. I love what Luke 22:15 says. This is where Jesus was eating the Passover meal before he got betrayed and and captured to be crucified. It says here I have eat Jesus says I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. And guys, Jesus has been eagerly desiring to die on the cross for us before the foundations of the world. That's who he is. He is the God of love, a sacrificial love. God loves us so much. We hear this all the time, but I pray that this really would hit you in a different way and that God would give you a deep revelation of how much he loves you. Song of Songs 2:2 says, you know, this is Solomon speaking but also represents Jesus. He says to the Shulamite woman, who represents us as the bride of Christ, like a lily among thorns is my darling among the young women. God sees all of us like his special and unique lily. The love of God is unexplainable. I know it doesn't make sense like how can God love millions and billions of people individually? But he's God and he does. He died specifically for you. Not just for a people, but for you. So I want to pray for you. Lord, I thank you so much for every single person listening. I pray God that through this word, Lord, that they would get to see a glimpse of your love. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would in increase a hunger in their hearts to be rooted in your love, to know the depths of your love, that we wouldn't stop hungering to know how much you love us, Jesus. Oh Lord, would you work in our hearts to know you, to know how much you love us. And I pray for those who are hurting from any rejection, God, or pain. I pray, Lord, that you would show them, God, how much you love them and that the power of your love can heal them, that you show them that your love truly can heal them. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you've been blessed by this message. And if you have, please prayfully consider giving towards our ministry. Guys, like any amount matters. You know, I share this all the time because it's so important. You know, the, the videos that we post, the um, social media, our online Bible studies that we do weekly, and the study guides that we're working on, it all needs finances. So your giving helps us to continue to help others all around the world find God real in everyday life. So you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. And if you, if you have any prayer requests, please also email them our way so we can be praying with you. You can email us at info at livingrevelations.com. God bless, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. There are estimated around 2 billion millennials in the world and around 2.5 billion Gen Z in the world. In the U.S. alone, there are more than 100 million millennials and Gen Z that don't believe in Jesus. Can you imagine how many unbelievers there are in the whole world? And there is an increasing number of Christian millennials and Gen Z who are leaving the faith. The rate of Christians becoming non-Christians continues to increase. And if we follow this trajectory, it is estimated that in 2070, only 35% of the population in the U.S. alone will be Christians. Many are leaving the faith because people are not seeing Jesus rightly and finding God real in their lives. Our mission at Living Revelations is to help others find God real in everyday life through blogs, podcasts, media, online Bible studies, and conferences. More than ever does this generation need a revelation of Jesus. 
And those who are currently believers need to be instructed with the Word of God and reminded to obey God in their daily lives to see Him real. We are committed to planting seeds of God's Word in the hearts of the next generation throughout the world. Here are some of the seeds we've planted around the world. Hi everyone, my name is Clara. My name is Ariana. Hi, I'm Renella. I'm Ellen from South Korea. I just want to give a shout out to Gabby and Michael. I am so appreciative of everything they've done. Gabby uh, was really there for me, really listened to me, and uh, she prayed for me. And honestly, it's exactly what I needed. I was struggling a bit with my relationship with God and trying to stay connected to Him. And I think I underestimated how important community was. It has tremendously blessed my life. I have met with other women from other walks of life, which has kept me encouraged and strengthened. I get to know the Word of God for myself, follow Jesus wholeheartedly. I'm very much planted and I'm, I feel God really just um, bringing me to different uh, levels in my life. I absolutely love their podcast episodes and I am in the process of reading her book, Single But in a Relationship with God, Gabrielle openly shares her imperfections and vulnerabilities, which deeply moved me. I was greatly inspired by her courage, and most importantly, through her story, I felt a strong sense of God's love and grace. And from the first night alone, I felt impacted. I felt like it was really, it was really a good change that I needed. And also, it helps me to remember that I'm not alone in this journey of becoming closer to Christ. So thank you, Living Revelations. Our podcasts have had over 40,000 downloads. Our social media posts are reaching 120,000 people weekly. Our blogs, too, have reached around 30,000 people, hitting almost every continent in the world. We have also seen a great transformation in the girls we discipled through our online Bible studies. Our online Bible study is a place where we dive deep into the Word, learn how to grow our relationship with God, and build community for the girls to encourage one another. We have had over 350 girls from over nine countries be a part of our online Bible studies. Our goal is to see an increase of faithful Jesus lovers among millennials and Gen Z by sowing seeds of God's truth worldwide to help them find God real in their everyday life. The Bible makes it so clear that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. The Lord says in His Word, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. We are looking to raise $30,000 for this coming year to produce study guides for others to study the Bible, to continue producing more media, and to expand online Bible studies and conferences. Will you sow a seed to the next generation? You can give and partner with us today at livingrevelations.com forward slash donations. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.